Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, July 6th, and we have a high of 20 degrees here in the Edmonton area with some sun and some rain. And, oh, it's working, Wayne. Working. <laughs> yeah, Wayne is just trying to uh, get my fancy ember cup charging. Both of our cups were dead this morning, so... <laughs> And also, um, happy anniversary, honey. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. 10 years. Married Ten to this bugger. Glorious years. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like we got married and then said, hey, want to buy a property? <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Like it was, it was the year that we got married that we decided that uh, we wanted to become real estate investors. Uh, no. No. Sorry, one, we got married and I was like, we're buying a property. <laughs> and then it was like years of kicking and screaming and dragging her along. And then somewhere in there, there was some happiness, some, um, some acceptance. And uh, uh, the rest is history. Here we are. Great story, William. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I would. I, I wish wow, it that were. was just so warm and fuzzy. Um, great way to start a Wednesday. I'm sorry this <laughs> this this isn't uh, this isn't a Disney movie, guy. Um, <laughs> no, it's if, if you not. think it was an easy path, or if all of our listeners think it's an easy path, then then they're crazy. It's not. It's. Uh, um, I was just referring to th thank you for um, I said happy anniversary and then you talked about me kicking and screaming with real estate investing. Thanks for uh, for you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can can I start over? <laughs> we are broadcasting live as we do every day on the Podbean app. Uh, every morning at every six a.m. Monday through Friday. Mountain time. Mountain time. <laughs> You can join in live and get involved in the chat here as well. There's a call in button and you can call in and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free. Um, nobody does though. From time to time. From time to time. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It, it's better to call in on the, on, on the, uh, the beginning of the show early in the show, because it's like, once we get in on a topic, mm -hmm. like we're not going to, we're not going to answer a call with 15 minutes left in the show to completely change the topic. We might as well just stay with the topic. So, Guys, it's uh, it's free coaching, um, or you could just pay thirty thousand dollars for some other coaching program to get your questions answered. It's entirely up to you. You do you, you do you. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, upcoming events: we got uh, Friday live training uh, this Friday. We do. Um, and uh, we should be announcing the topic here today. Um, so join in on our Facebook group, Real Estate Investing Masters, our free Facebook group, and you'll uh, you'll see the topic sometime today. Today's Wednesday, right? Indeed. Yeah, I normally uh, release it on Wednesdays. Yeah, that's what we got coming up. 
Um, a few other things planned here for the next little while, but uh, July is such a busy month that um, we don't really have much going on in July. Early August is going to be very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, early August, early August. August and September, we're going to hit you with uh, an event train. Yeah. With a what? <laughs> an event train. Oh, okay. It's like a whole bunch of cabooses. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, I didn't get much sleep last night, so you're going to get crazy, Gabby. What's today, up I think. with us? Why aren't we sleeping? Well, the child was, was my reason for last night's lack of sleep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was it? It was Jordan yesterday. Um, sent me um, some all natural sleeping pills in my DMs. I said, <laughs> you know. Who's Jordan? Just saying. I'm not going to say his full name. Oh. Or her full name. Okay. I'm not going to say the full name on the, on the air. But it was like, hey, I feel you. Sometimes. <laughs> no, all Wayne needs is to stop drinking caffeine at the evening. And, you know, he rejects the good old melatonin before oh, bed yeah. that I try to offer tug. him. Give me balls a tug. <laughs> he would have no problem sleeping if he just, you know. I just had a lot of things in my mind. It's Which of- wouldn't have come up. Had you not been drinking caffeine? Happy anniversary. <laughs> I was going to say August. Um, God dang it. When is um, when is a golf uh, tournament? Eighth? Seventh? Eighth? Son of a... When is it? <laughs> it's it's, it's, uh, it's here somewhere. August 6th. August 6th. Sorry. The whole time while you're... Um, um, uh, bugging me there. I was trying to figure out what the uh, the date was. August sixth, Calvin Realty's having a um, a golf tournament here in Edmonton, and we're going to be sponsoring one of the holes. Um, that's going to be a really fun event. Mm-hmm. Oh, just enough with the holes. You guys are uh, you you and uh, Jared Como will yes. be there. Yes, Jared's. and uh, you guys are giving away big, 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 big prize. Yes. Yes. So yeah, at each um, e- each of the holes uh, are being sponsored, and everybody's giving away prizes and stuff. But um, you know, we love you guys, and we're giving away a big, big prize. So I don't know how how you're giving it away or what people are going to have to do to win it. But there's an opportunity to win a full REI Masters mentorship one year program. Yeah, so that's a ten thousand dollar value. Yeah, that they're going to be giving away. Yeah, they said, "Can you, um, if you're sponsoring, can you give something away?" I'm like, "All right, well, what's everybody else giving away?" I'm like, "All right, I'll ten x it." Yeah, that's going to be the best. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be giving away a ten thousand uh, dollar mentorship program um, to a lucky winner. I haven't quite figured out the contest yet, and to be honest, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be sharing it. Um, yeah, before the tournament, Beforehand. I don't want to give no, anybody an advantage, surprise. but you know. Uh, The message that we try and um, we, get, we try and get across the the whole purpose of the mentorship program is all about taking action. So it's it's going to be revolving around taking action mm-hmm. um, in some way or form. So um, Wilson in the chat here in the live chat says, "Give the prize to the tallest golfer." That seems fair. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that <clears> that Wilson thinks he's going to be the tallest person there. <laughs> Is that what you're implying? He doesn't think he knows. <laughs> I mean, that's confidence. I mean, some people have confidence in their abilities, and then other people just have confidence in their in, in their, their height. In their height. 
and just like he's just like he's gonna walk in that tournament and even if he's not the tallest person there he's gonna be the tallest person there <laughs> you know what i mean and that's confidence right there yeah there's um there's there's actually quite a few tall investors though there is. I'm not joking. Are you? Are but, you taking? A but we're we're not gonna we're not gonna start talking about all of the tall investors. <laughs> no, because we have someone calling in with a question. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Where were you going? I wasn't going anywhere. I was just thinking, like Matt and Taylor are really tall too. Yeah, I suppose so. Good morning, Jeremy. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good. You are very, very quiet. Yeah, I always am, and I don't know why. If in order for this to work, <laughs> you're gonna have Talk. to put your your mouth right on the mic. It already is. Okay, <laughs> so you just got to talk nice and loud. Otherwise, it's gonna be another one of those situations. Remember that episode with Barry McGuire? Yes. Yeah. You get really it was too quiet. We we had to scrap it. Yeah, and that was really unfortunate. I thought you did some great, uh, got some great information there. Yeah, it is what it is. What's what's going on? What can we do? I'm kind of curious how you guys stay organized. Um, I'm a one man operation here, and I noticed uh, yesterday some of the things are starting to uh, fall through the cracks. Uh, just little things, but uh, just kind of curious how you guys stay organized with everything you guys got going on. Okay, uh, we're gonna just just in the in an effort to make sure that the audio stays good, we're gonna let you go here and we'll answer that for you for sure. Uh, thanks for calling in. Um, so Gab, yeah, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in like okay. in okay. in general, um, especially because I know that um, I know that Jeremy's doing a flip and he's got you know his podcast stuff going on and he's doing some things. He has some rentals. Um, one thing for sure that I do is I have um, lists for stuff. So like when we buy a new property, there's a list of things that need to get done. Um, insurance, utilities. Checklist. Yeah, checklists. Sorry. So I have checklists for things that need to get done. Um, that's kind of like starting point just to make sure that like that I'm setting up the properties when we get them correctly and we have a different list for if it's a rental property or if it's a flip or like all those different types of things so that's numero uno um with flips in particular it can get messy with lack of organization because there's so many invoices and stuff going on you know mm -hmm. having to organize if especially if you're doing it yourself you're needing to organize trades and like all that kind of stuff pay all the invoices organize the receipts all that type of stuff so there's like there's lots of tools um to assist you should you be looking to not do everything manually yourself like there's receipt apps where as soon as you get the receipt you can um, scan it and have a, a pre-made folder for like that specific flip. So if you have multiple ones going on, you can um, zip them into whatever folder you want. So there's like apps that can help you stay organized. Um, there's, oh, what was I just thinking? I was thinking of another app and now I forget which one I was going to talk about. That's okay. I've, I've got a very long list for when you're done. Okay. Take it away. And then if I remember, I'll flood well, back in. It really depends because I think he, I think he mentioned that you know he's was he talking about a flip? No, just oh, with everything going on. Yeah. See, this is this is for us. Unless Jeremy, you want to put in the chat um, 
sorry that the audio was so bad. We had to let you go. But if you want to put in the chat anything specific for organizing that you're looking for, then we can definitely touch on that. But if it's REI in general, then. Yeah. Well, hot hot tip on the mic um, real quick. Um, we, we learned this from Calvin because Calvin was having some trouble when he was calling in. Um, he took the cover off his mic and and gave the uh, the old microphone a little uh, little cleaning with a Q-tip. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, most people just don't realize it until... You know, you, yeah. Anyways, that might be one of the reasons why it was so quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it really depends on what type of business you have, you know, whether it be a flipping business, a rental own business, um, uh, a rental business uh, for rental properties. Um, everybody's got their own system and everybody, some people start early, you know, with a, what's that program that everybody use, uh, uses for rental properties? I can't remember what it's called. Like what kind of program? Uh, like a like a rental property management management program. Oh, uh, the one in the states. Um, I can't think of what it's uh, called. I'm to blank, <laughs> but everybody loves it. Buildium. Uh, yeah, yeah, Buildium. Everybody loves Buildium. Uh, we haven't looked into that, but one of the big reasons why we never implemented Buildium was because um, it was too far gone. Yeah, it's one of the, like <clears throat> I'm sure it's wonderful, but unless you start early on it's so hard to change, you know, the systems that you already have in place in yeah. the organization to something new. Uh, it's, it's damn near a two week, you know, campaign of like, or a project of, of trying to transition and get used to it. And then you see, you can't grow. Oh, you can't do anything. Growth way growing. longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the da- data input itself is like a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, what CRM do you use? I'm like, trust Gabby. me. <laughs> A CRM would be an absolute nightmare for us trying to implement. It would be like a two, whatever, four week project. Uh, And none of our management tasks would get done during that time. No growth tasks would get done during that time. So it's, it's so hard to do later on after you've, you know, you've been in it. So that's why we always recommend that, you know, you build good systems early on Mm -hmm. in the game. And fork out the money for the CRM. Like, don't get all like, oh, you know, I'm only getting this much cash flow. I can't really afford a CRM. Like, shut up. Shut up and do it. Just shut up. (laughs) Just do it. Yeah. It's an investment. Trust me. I promise an- you will thank yourself later. If you're planning on growing beyond your one or two rental properties, yes. get the damn thing in place. If you have big dreams of being something big and and owning lots of properties and lots of cash flows, if, if that's your goal, you need to invest early on in, in the building a good, well, buy Buildium or whatever program and just get it, get it organized well. But for us, it was, um, we developed over time. Uh, we were dumb. We were dumb. Uh, we did not want to, we did not want to invest in ourselves. We did not want to invest in any bookkeeping. Um, I mean, same story as everything else that we hear. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone else that we hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I can do it myself. And no, it's free on the internet. And, 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 and. There's no cash flow. I don't want to pay 25 bucks a month for a bookkeeper to input my receipts. I could do that myself. You know, why would I do that when I can pay myself, right? Yeah. Well, and that's one other thing that I was I was going to kind of get to is that, you know, the thing that he said is I'm just myself. You know, like yeah. for us, we have, you know, you're out buying properties and, and building the business and I'm back here trying to keep it all running, right? Mm-hmm. So we were kind of tag teaming in that way. But, um, you know, as somebody who's doing it solo, you 
the only option is besides running yourself completely empty mm-hmm. is to hire out stuff and to like pay for those systems and put those systems in place, hire a bookkeeper so that you're not the one needing to, you know, weekly or monthly stop and do the bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a bookkeeper, then on your flips, you can just, um, you know, every week or every, you know, month pile up those receipts <clears throat> and hand them to them or scan them to them and they can input them and bookkeep your flip for you. Yeah. Um, send them the utility bills, send them the, you know, what the, mortgage payments are and they'll they'll be bookkeep that for you so if you don't have the capacity to be doing everything yourself and you can see that already then it is time to put those systems hire those people um use those apps like it's going to be especially important yes for those things okay so i got a 45 minute answer now jared's calling in as well here and i'm just um uh, I just told Jared to hang tight. Uh, we will get back to you, Jared, in a minute. But like legit, this this question here that that um, Jeremy asked it is a forty five minute answer. I have a very long list of things while you were talking to cover, and I feel like um, we could give you a stock answer and say you got to build good systems, good spreadsheets, make sure you buy Buildium, and you'll be set. I could give you that answer but I don't like giving those answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I went in the, when I put the title in today of, you know, um, how to organize your real estate investing business or how to build systems for your real estate investing business. I want some people to click. I want someone to be able to click on this episode and actually get good fucking answer. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to give you a good fucking answer. Um, so I'm going to tell you how we kind of organized it. Um, if you're, if you're not interested in, in, in investing into a program like Buildium, if you're not interested in or any other program and you just want to kind of do it yourself for free, here's here's how we built it. OK, uh, first things first, uh, if you're on your own or whether you have a partner, get a good calendar in your phone. OK, and if you have a partner, um, spouse or, or or business partner, get a, a calendar that is synced with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And literally fucking literally put everything in the calendar. You now live by your calendar. Okay. I know it's, it seems weird. Um, but even, you know, if you've got your kids got gymnastics or you need to pick up groceries on certain days, everything goes in the calendar. You live off the calendar. Okay. You are a fucking robot. That's it. <laughs> okay. You are never, ever, ever, ever going to forget anything ever again. Okay. If you have a phone call, it goes in the calendar. If you need a reminder to do something tomorrow morning, put it in the calendar. Okay. That is going to be that. That's it right there. Okay. Yeah. And whenever someone says, Hey, can we hang out on Friday? Hang on just a second, bud. I got to check the calendar. calendar. And people will make fun of you. If they're not in the game, they will make fun of you. Whoa, Mr. Mr. Business guy with has got to check his calendar. See if he can go out for a beer. (laughs) And if you can, and if you do have the ability to go for a beer on Friday, it goes in the calendar. Yes. And (laughs) see what what that does is it makes everything a conscious decision. Yeah. Okay. There's no more. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll I'll let you know what I'm up to. And then, yeah, I might swing by. No, no, no. Everything is a conscious decision. Right. Because if you did it right, what you're going to do is you're going to figure out what your goals are first. You're going to reverse engineer it. And then you're going to build tasks to get you to each outcome, which will get you to each goal. Right. And then you're going to you're going to put all of those different tasks. So those things that you need to do in the calendar. 
Okay. So first and foremost, revenue in the calendar. Okay. Don't overload your calendar. You got to make good conscious decisions. Any decision that you make will go into the calendar. Mm -hmm. But you know, when your friend asks if you want to go for a beer and you're looking in the calendar, you're like, oh God dang, this week's so busy. I don't know if I even want to go I'm over gonna a be beer. Dead. Yeah. And you know what, then that's good. At least you can kind of consciously see what you have going on. You see that you've got a phone call with a joint venture prospect on Saturday morning. You're like, I don't know if I want to, I, they say one beer, but I'm going for 10. I know that for a fact. <laughs> tell you that for free so calendar is number one okay and then what next is um you build a most people do this already but it's just common sense but i'm going to say it um make sure you get a separate email okay separate email for wait for it every branch of your business mm -hmm. okay um let's just take a, a peek real quickly okay. here and see how many emails we have holy fucking shit <laughs> We literally have an email account for everything, everything, but it keeps things organized. You try using folders and Gmail and man, it is just too complicated. And then things get lost. And you're like, where's that email? And you're like, I, I put it in the, in the acquisitions folder. And you're like, but it's not in the acquisitions folder. And you're scrolling through all the other folders, trying to find this email, but it looks like, oh, I guess I start it. I put it in the important email. It's, just, it's too complicated. We tried it. You know what? Have a different email for everything. So we have an email specifically for acquisitions of properties, mm -hmm. right? So anytime we buy a property, um, that, that, those emails, like the lawyer emails and stuff like that, they all go into one email. Okay. Um, anything related to the ownership of the property. Then we also have a rentals email. Mm -hmm. Okay. The rentals email is specifically for our communications between us and our tenants and any utilities or anything related to the rental business. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have a podcast email. Okay. Specifically for the podcast. We have an REI master's email. Okay. I have a personal email. Gabby has a personal email. That stuff. We don't keep that completely separate from everything else. What other emails we got here? Oh my yeah. God. Um, we had a shipments email? email for our shipments business that we had for, uh, we had a seller financing email for our seller financing business. Like we got an email for just about everything. But again, it keeps things organized. So when you're trying to find an email and, and that's the other thing, like depending on how many businesses you decide to start, you're going to get a lot of emails. And if you're getting 30 emails a day, you're going to want to know, like you're going to be scrolling, trying to find it and using keywords. Well, I think, I think most importantly for me on having the separate emails is that like, for instance, <clears throat> right now, the, <clears throat> the email where like all of our flip stuff is coming through is like crazy like there's all sorts of lawyer emails and like um flip invoices and like all sorts of stuff going on in that email and if that also had like our rental stuff and you know like all of our other businesses yeah. then i would miss stuff like i wouldn't oh, yeah. be able to keep up and like be marking them red and making <clears throat> sure the invoices are being paid and like all that kind of stuff like it's already hard enough with how many emails are coming through there yes and so like, I just think for the sheer amount of information coming through that if it was all in one email, it would be an absolute nightmare. Yes. At least I know I can flip. I have like a tab for the emails open, like while I'm sitting at my desk and like I can flip through and see like, okay, something new has come through mm -hmm. or like, yeah. So, so the, one of the other great things about our um, separating your emails is it, and it, it gives you the ability to focus. Okay. So for me, um, if I don't, if I'm busy and I'm working on, on a campaign or a project, I do not want to be seeing emails about certain things, you know, certain branches of our business. So what I can do is I can turn those emails off. 
for example, my rental email, my rentals email has been turned off for months. Yeah. I can't handle it. I can't handle seeing tenants complaining about, uh, when's that second bin coming for the garbage? This is, this is, a, you know, two suites in this house and there's not enough, you know, room for the garbage. Like, and like, and then I'm like, you know, I see that. I'm like, yeah, what happened? I thought you called the city. I'm like, yes, I called the city, but it's a huge kerfuffle. Don't worry about it. Like I got it figured out. It's going to take some time. I'm like, well, these tenants are complaining. And like, you know, it, it's, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm like that, but like it, in my head, I'm like, I need to solve this problem. And it, and it's not your problem to solve spread way too thin yeah. and what i need to be doing is focusing on the task at hand which is important because you got to finish one task at a time mm -hmm. right if you have too much in front of you then you're never going to get anything done which is uh, tell me i'm wrong is there any investors who can relate to this who's listening how many can relate to this that were like you you feel like i need to get all this stuff done and you're like picking away at different things and you never you seem to get done. anything done yeah and you get overwhelmed yeah. right and then some someone screams normally someone under you know under four feet tall <laughs> or just over or just over and they they want to show you a cartwheel or they want to they're screaming that you know the milk uh, you know is is tastes weird or you know there's crust in the bread it, whatever it is you know what i mean life gets in the way or you know you're trying to solve something and then your boss comes in the office and you're like oh, right and, and you got to put that off to the side it, i get it it's so what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success to make sure that you can just stay focused on one thing. And, uh, you know, some days I just don't open certain emails. Yeah. I'll go three days without opening an email because if I see something, it'll distract me. Yeah. It'll take away my energy. And that is, and that is okay. That's something as humanity that we seem to have like forgotten is that we don't need to get back to people yes. within two minutes of an email coming through or a text message or a phone call that you missed. Like people can goddamn wait, yeah. you know, like you think back to when we didn't have cell phones and like just the home phone and like, you'd be out all day and there's some <laughs> messages and maybe you get back to them next week. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? To where we are now, where we feel like we are in constant communication and we need to respond right away. Something so freeing to me was the realization that I didn't need to respond to texts right away. Yes. that those emails could wait until tomorrow or the next day like and but it's always a conscious decision it's it's not like i'm it's not like i'm just like so scattered that i can't get my shit together it's like if you don't hear back from me right away it's because i don't have the capacity to get back to you right away yeah it's because i am prioritizing something else important in my business or my life or I just goddamn need a break. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. And those are conscious decisions. So you don't need to respond right away. Those can wait. You can turn off a specific email for a couple of days. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can focus on the, the, the handful of things that you put in the calendar for today. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, it's if you leave yourself vulnerable to notifications, that's what it is. Notifications are the killer of focus. Yeah. If you leave yourself vulnerable to notifications, you're going to feel obligated to answer something. If someone DMs you really quickly and says, Hey, you know, can you give me a bank that will, um, you know, that will accept me for my next purchase or like, Hey, you know, what work organizational system, how do you organize your stuff, you know, for your rental business? And like, if I get a quick text DMs, sometimes I feel like, Oh, I can answer that really quick. I'm just sitting here waiting for, you know, my kid to come out of school or something like that. Um, and I feel like, oh, I can just answer that really quickly. And though I may not be doing really anything at that particular time, it just it takes away focus, takes away energy. And then if you keep doing that, little things, little things, little things, little things, you're going to find that you're drained. 
Yeah. And then when it is come to, when it does come time in an hour or two hours for you to actually sit down and focus on whatever it was you're supposed to do that day, you've already made 10,000 decisions in the last 30 minutes and you're just exhausted. Yeah. You got to be very careful on how many decisions that you make every day. We do make a lot of decisions in our life and there's a certain number every mm -hmm. day that like it's, it's crazy 30,000 you know micro decisions that we make but what you'll find is if you're doing too much and responding to too many notifications and questions during the day because you're so accessible yeah to to other people when it does come time to make good decisions or big decisions you're going to be so completely exhausted that you won't do them and you're like oh I don't want to do this you have you literally have an email in front of you from your lawyer asking a very basic simple question of like you know, can we proceed with this, you know, application? And you're just like, I'll fucking, I'll answer that email tomorrow. Yeah. That's how pathetic it is. Yeah. Like I, 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 I legit, I have, you know, five tabs open in front of me right now on my computer, you know, of emails I need to respond to. Here's one right here. There's a client who's like interested in our program and <clears throat> it's been sitting there for two days. Because I don't want to, I don't want to write an email of like, you know, due to this, we're, we're currently not offering this at the moment. Yeah. I literally have to write that email, but I'm so exhausted from making decisions. Yeah, that's <laughs> that I, I, even... I love that you brought that up, Wayne, because like it's something that um, we don't really think about, about how um, exhausting simple messages can be. And like I and when you said that, I was just thinking like my social media DMs are my most ignored messages. Yeah. Like I will have Good for you, I will have notifications in like Facebook Messenger or Instagram DMs sitting there for like a week that I haven't even opened because, because subconsciously I know that when I open it, I need, I kind of need to respond right away because, mm -hmm. um, well, I think Facebook messenger, you might be able to unread them now, but yeah. for the most part, like once it's read, you either respond or you're never going to remember to respond. Right. right. And so like, I know that I don't at most days, I don't have the capacity to be answering random messages. Um, I know that like you're really good with it, but I just don't because I'm a, because I manage tasks mm -hmm. and I'm constantly in like to do lists and making sure that our business is running. Um, my capacity for like random little things is like gonzo, like yeah. non-existent. So like those are my most ignored messages. And I didn't realize it until now, until you said that. Mm -hmm. But it's because those tiny little, like opening that message and having to think about how I'm going to respond or if I need to respond or whatever is exhausting just thinking about opening it. Yeah. Never mind the actual task of having to respond to it. So I ignore them until like, until I'm like, holy shit, I've had like a couple unread messages for a long time. I don't even remember who they're from or what they're about. Yeah. I have to scroll down and, and find out. And then I feel like crap for not responding. But <clears throat> yeah, those little decisions are exhausting. Even like story replies, like when somebody replies to your story or mm -hmm. comments on a post or something, and then you need to like go back and so normally I just like heart it because that's all I have the capacity to do. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's and funny. I don't, I didn't realize it's because like, those are decisions. Those are things you need to stop what you're doing and think about how you're going to respond. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it, you fucking nailed it on the head. Um, and, and like, and I love this. You know what I love? I love that there's, there's so many people listening to this right now. They're like, Oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, or they're like, that's why that bitch didn't answer me <laughs> or hearted my facts, reply. <laughs> facts. <laughs> it's, it, I, I, I know that there's so many of you right now that are like working on your first property or your fourth property. And you're like, Oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
And I always laugh and, and I bring this up to Gabby all the time. I'll be like, remember when we had like two properties and we thought it was the end of the fucking world? We were so busy. Yeah. We were so busy. There's there's no way I could possibly answer that email. And now fast forward to today with all the stuff we have going on. Like, and like, we almost feel, we. it's either we almost feel the same or slightly less bothered by it. And that's just that what that, what that shows is how far we've developed as grown. people yeah. and how far we've grown yeah. to the point where like every property we buy or every new business that we start, it's almost like um, our entrepreneurship muscles are growing and we're getting bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and stronger and stronger where we're able to manage things better. And we're able to make decisions faster or things don't bother us nearly as much as they used to. Yeah. Um, whereas before it's just like, you know, a tenant shoots you a text and they're, they're supposed to email you and they shoot you a text and say, hey, the person downstairs is uh, making a ton of noise and I think they're doing drugs. And it's the end <laughs> of the fucking world. And we're like, oh, my God, how am I going to deal with this? And they go on Facebook and ask, please, someone help me. You know, I, what, I guess the point what I'm trying to share is that, um, you know, as you grow, I want people to know this, as you continue to grow and buy more properties and build your business, as long as you're surrounding yourself with the right people and you're getting the right education, you'll just grow with your business. Mm-hmm. You will, you will grow with your business. Yeah. And it, you're almost, you're almost forced to, mm-hmm. right? You're almost forced to grow. Well, yeah, you, you have to, you have to, or else you will not continue to grow. Yeah. Like, sorry, your business won't continue to grow. Exactly. If you don't grow with it, your business will stop growing because you won't have the capacity to do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I suppose putting in, 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 in good organizational systems. Yeah. Um, I was going to, well, I was going to, I was going to say that because track, yeah. yeah, back to the systems is the, that's exactly the comment I was just going to make is that, and it's a hell of a lot easier to do that when you get the systems in place right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So you literally just said the magic word again, and you've said it a bunch of times now to do, mm-hmm. do you remember a particular app that we used to use called Wonderlist? Yeah. It used to be called to do. No, it oh, used did to they be change? called Wonderlist oh. and Microsoft bought it and now it's called To Do. Yeah. Which was by far the dumbest thing we ever did. Oh my God. You were like you were like to do list Nazi and it was a sorry, that was a not a but it was No, that's a that's a that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair comment. And it was such it was not the right system. For us. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, you thought it was the it answer was to our brilliant. problems. It was. I mean, it was a great organizational system. And so I'm going to tell you what Wonderless was all about. And then it was bought by Microsoft. And then now it's called To Do. So here's what it is. <clears throat> you can organize different folders. Okay. You can organize different folders of your business. You can have. And we had growth and management. I, I Like, trust me. Like, you, you listen to, the, the, to things that I say on the show. I mean, this was... This was Wayne, Wayne, like it was, it was a perfect organizational system for Wayne. Okay. We have growth and we have management. Okay. So we, what we did was in our calendar, we had growth and management days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, growth, Tuesday, Thursday, management. So this is like three out of five days. We're making sure that we're only focusing on growth tasks. Okay. Tuesdays and Thursdays management. Okay. Because 
realistically, we don't have that many management things. What we do is we create management problems. We're like, oh yeah, we should go and we should pull all the serial numbers off all of our appliances. So that way, when a, when a, when a tenant calls and says they have a problem, we don't have to ask them to take a picture of the barcode anymore, the serial code. We just have it in a system here in our little, you know, in our notes and we can just pull it up. We can order the parts. We can look for the troubleshooting very quickly brilliant idea but that was just another management task that wasn't really helping us grow it was just one more thing that we wanted to add to the list which was on the management task list okay so we had growth days and management days okay and then what i would do is i would add all of my amazing ideas for our business into the growth tasks i would reverse engineer our goals and i would you know put the tasks in the growth tab so you basically you would you would add a to-do item on the list and it would be like uh create um uh, a new list of all jv prospects okay and i would estimate it would take a be a 45 minute task and i would put a deadline of next friday okay and you can put a deadline in there so and you what, could assign it to someone too and i can assign, assign it to it myself to gabby. or to gabby okay <laughs> so i was delegating tasks to her Okay, so when she opens up the growth folder on, you know, uh, uh, tomorrow, or today, say for Wednesday? Yeah. Today's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, so it's growth day today. Gabby, you know, she finishes her coffee, gets ready, she opens up the growth folder, okay? And all of the items that are due first would be at the top of the list. It's great, right? So when I put, when I'm trying to, uh, to figure out which things are most important, I mean, the things that need to get done first, I would put the deadline the earliest okay but that way at the very least any idea or anything that needed to be done would be done before the deadline is done and it would be first things first right mm -hmm. first things first would always be done okay so that thing is due next friday so if there are other things that are due before it she would do those things first okay brilliant fucking system the problem was that i was adding in fucking tasks every five minutes because i got a lot of fucking ideas and Gabby's got a lot of ideas too. We're like, oh, serial numbers for all appliances. Or like, you. oh, we should. <laughs> I'm just say, saying in general. I, 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 both of us were dumb. Um, <laughs> with, with just anything. Like, oh, I need to order uh, paper for the printer. I need to. And this, like that right there is a decision. Like you, in order to order paper for the printer, it's not like you're just sitting in an office and you're trying to kill eight hours. Like that's, that's a task. So you have to order. I'm like, okay, I need to order uh, paper for the printer, but I also need to go get groceries. Okay, I'm going to go get groceries. I'll get the paper for the printer later. But if you don't get the paper for the printer, then you're not going to be able to print off, you know, that application later on tonight. So we need that paper for the printer. So you got to go on Amazon, you got to order it, or I need to go down to the store and do it. Like, it's normally a 15 minute fucking task, just for ordering paper for the printer. So you put paper for the printer, sounds really funny when I say that, <laughs> in the management tasks, right? And that's one thing that you do and you're like, ah, oh, yes, I accomplished it. it. Took me 15 minutes. What's next on the list? But what, what was happening was, is that we were adding all these tasks for growth and for management. And I mean, this list got fucking out of hand. Mm -hmm. There was so many tasks. And what it actually did was it paralyzed us mm -hmm. where this list would never end. And there's a subconscious lesson, in, subconscious um, lesson in here about like, you know, making sure that you're finishing lists. And, and we looked, we did a lot of research into it and we were reading a lot of things about like the endless to-do lists that never end. And it actually, what it did was it, it made us not want to use the list. Mm -hmm. And Gabby, you know, tell me to stop putting things in the list because it was just getting too overwhelming. And when you live off a to-do list, it's, it's terrible. 
Yeah. You just feel like it's never going to end and it, um, it discourages you. Yeah. Right. Cause you're, you're checking things off, but you're never really winning. And there was a really cool thing. Whenever you finish something, you click it and you go, bing. Yeah. It was a little checklist thing and then it would show you what you did. And it would and, cross it out. It would check it and then cross it out and move it to the, like out of your immediate to do. Again, going back to how brilliant this was, I could go back and see the things that Gabby did. Mm -hmm. So all the things that I was concerned about, like, hey, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to set up utilities for this property, we need to call the property taxes for this. And I would normally, I just like, I text Gabby, hey, you need to get these things done. And I don't know if she's done them, right? And I would call her at the end of the day, did you do these things? And you're like, oh yeah, shoot, I did all those things, but I never got to this. And I'm like, we need this done, mm -hmm. right? It's horrible. So I was able to go in there and see what she did and then Gabby also would be able to put notes mm -hmm. in each of those things too. So I could see that she called. I called, the they are like, I called the plumber, didn't answer. Um, we'll call again tomorrow if I don't hear back. You know what? And yeah. and if someone, like someone's probably listening and they're probably thinking, oh my God, I need this in my life. Yeah. It's a great tool if used properly. If used properly. Yeah. We were not using it properly. It's, it's, it stopped, it caused a lot of issues between us yeah. <laughs> and it paralyzed me specifically because I was the task doer. Mm -hmm. Wayne was just dishing out tasks and I had this like endless list of, of craziness. Not a bad idea for your business. Like yeah. if you have a business with employees, I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Again, as long as it's being done properly and notes are being done in there. So if, you know, I'd be out driving and I'd try and knock off a task or two, like a phone call or two, just trying to be productive while I'm driving. And, um, and I wouldn't check it off that it was done, or I wouldn't put notes in there explaining, you know, what happened with that particular phone call. And then if it's not being done properly, then it just becomes a huge to-do list. That's not, that's not being organized properly. Yeah. And that was our problem. So we ended up just scrapping that whole thing, yeah. but strongly recommend if, if you can, if you can make use of that and also, um, be responsible as to not overwhelm yourself. You know, coming up with ideas for ways to improve your business is great. Can I? Sorry. But don't overdo it, right? Because I can come up with a million different cool ideas where I wish if my rental business had this, things would be so much easier. Mm -hmm. But you only have so much time in the day and you, should, you shouldn't be focusing all of your energy on management because, you know, at the end of the day, it's your growth that is the most important thing that is going to get you closer to your goals. Yeah. So um, I just, before we moved off of kind of like the to-do, um, you know, we were talking specifically about the app, but I'd like to share just kind of like how that developed into what's working for me specifically today. Mm -hmm. um, because as you can probably guess, we are no longer using that app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I don't really know when we stopped. I think it just kind of faded I away because it was such a shit right show. See yeah. See what the last, last task was. was. <laughs> a few years ago. Um, but so in my office, I have a whiteboard um, mounted onto my wall. And on that whiteboard, I have um, like I've I've gotten a ruler and I've drawn lines um, separating out the whiteboard as for the different branches of our business. So rentals, flips, the financing business, um, et cetera. So just like all these different categories. And underneath them, I have things like so, exa for example, for my rental business, um, I have like a little like upcoming vacancies and then there I can put like, and so like for right now, for instance, there's only one because for the summer, I only have one upcoming vacancy, August 31st. I'm not worrying about anything beyond that at this point. 
So that's there. Um, I'm, and then there's, you know, some other things that like I, I'm waiting for our handyman to become available to do a couple um, non-urgent repairs, those types of things, just as a kind of a reminder. Um, then under the flip business, there's like a reminder to set up utilities for the uh, two new properties and those types of things. Mm -hmm. So on this whiteboard is just kind of like a reminder, you know, like up there, a big one in all of those categories is finish taxes. Yeah. <laughs> So a reminder of kind of like what's upcoming, what needs to get done, like those types of things. And then daily, every day when I go up into my office, I have my book that lives with me. And that is like, without my book, I'd be lost. So every day I get a new page and I to do it, I have my to do list with the date on it so that I can go back and reference things if I need to when a certain day was that I did something. And I write down the important tasks that must get done that day. I don't add anything to that that isn't completely necessary. If something can wait for the next day or next week, then it just sits on the whiteboard until it until it's necessary that it needs to be completed. Because for the day, this needs to get done. And that is my to-do list for the day. I focus on nothing else. Those are the things that I get done. And I get to check them off and feel satisfied at the end of the day when I've completed the things that had to get done that day. Mm -hmm. It helps you stay focused. And then the whiteboard helps keep everything else organized so that balls aren't being dropped. Right. And don't get me wrong, like balls do get dropped even with <laughs> wins. wins. <laughs> Go on. Um, you are know, your like balls dropping good? Yeah, my balls are dropping <laughs> as we speak. Um Oh my God. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you organize it and all the things on the whiteboard. Yeah, it's going to and... like, but don't get me wrong. Like I, I miss things. I like, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And when you get busy and you have a lot of things going on and my busy is different from your busy, just because, you know, you might have more than going on than I do. I might have more going on than you do. It doesn't matter. It, there's no competition. We all have different capacities of what we're able to handle. Wayne just mentioned that as your business grows, you need to grow. And yeah. you'll realize at some point, looking back, like, oh my God, I never would have been able to handle this five years ago. And look yeah. at what I'm handling now. Like you grow with it, you're able to, to take on more. So, but that doesn't mean that like you become a perfect human being who can handle it all and doesn't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Like I still miss things. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, we'll be like, oh shit, I didn't set that up or I didn't do that. I mean, God, we've had like two or three properties, um, flip properties in the last little while oh, that I God. forgot to set up utilities for. And like we had notices dropped off that, um, you know, power is about to be cut if you don't set it up before like two days from now. <laughs> yeah. That's... So like, you know, things do still get missed. Um, not the end of the world. Not the end of the world, but you can put, you can implement systems that. Checklists. That help buying you. buying a property. Yeah. Like you checklists. Before. Yeah. Um, every time we buy a property now, we have a checklist. So these are the 10 things need to get done when we, when we buy a flip property or a rental property. These are things that we need to do. Make sure you get professional photos done or make sure you go in and take photos, you know, after it's been cleaned or, you know, get a furnace mm -hmm. cleaning, all those little random little things that you're going to forget. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, there's a, there's a few other things that I wanted to add in here, um, at the end, but one thing I wanted to just, just kind of close that out on the whole like to do list thing. Cause I think that that was important. Uh, from the to-do list uh, came, um, and this is just me trying to, you know, get better. Like the to-do list was a fucking brilliant idea for us, but it just, it wasn't working. So from the to-do list, actually the campaign strategy was developed. 
that's when I actually came in with the campaign strategy instead, where I completely went the opposite direction and said, this isn't working. This Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday thing does not work. It's too hard. It's like, it, it doesn't work for the way that we think and the way that we operate. And then something would come up randomly and it would be like, this needs to get done today. And it's like, well, that's my management day. Like, it doesn't matter. We, we're buying a property. We need to go to lawyers today. So that means there's no management day. And you're, li- and you're looking at the, you know, the to-do list. You're like, there's things that are due today that I need to do. Mm-hmm. So we were, we we're trying to be proactive, but at the same time, when things came out of the blue that were reactive, we needed to react to those things. And, and it was actually messing up the whole schedule. So from that, I decided, you know what? No more growth. Okay. We're going to do management every day management every day. And then when I decided that I wanted to to do something that would be focused on growth, I would do a campaign where we would stop, or in most cases, it would just be me, where we would stop for three days or two weeks. And I had an outcome that I needed to accomplish for that particular two weeks or that, that three days, that, that time period. And that is the only thing that I am focusing on for the next three days. And it could be like, I'm starting a podcast. So all I'm working on for the next three days is starting a podcast. And hey, Gab, there's going to be a lot of stuff thrown your way for the next three days. I need to get this podcast up and running. Here's the things that I need to do over the next three days. I'm going to accomplish this whole list quickly, hard, fast, done. Then in three days when it's done, I go back to my normal management tasks. Okay? So it's like, you know, I always, um, you ever seen the movie 300? Yeah, it's like it's it's the visualization that I have of it. But like, have they have all the shields up mm-hmm. and they're waiting and they're waiting, and then they pull back and they do a quick, fast strike, ha! Huh? And then they pull shields back up. and they yeah. put the shields back up, right? And it, it fucks with the other people. And then they go ha! Huh? And they they spear and then they go back to their shields, right? And that's the way I like it. I like it. Shields are up. Everything's safe. We're working on management. Nothing crazy. There's no there's no kinks in the armor anywhere. It's just that's what it is. Shields are up and then strike fast, hard. Put the shields back up, let it do its thing behind. So like when I implement a new podcast, I'm like, okay, now that's the new norm, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting this business. I'm going to go hard, get all the systems put in place. I'm, that's all I'm going to be focusing on, shields back up. And now we go back into management mode. And I like that approach better. Because- Where did you get that visualization? Like how did, the, how did that come to you? I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's just the way that I always saw it. Okay. It makes sense though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Fast, it. hard, shields back up. <laughs> okay. Fast, hard, shields back up. And I like that approach better because now all of my decisions for growth are conscious and intentional. Mm -hmm. I do not do a campaign unless I know that it's going to get me closer to my goals. Mm -hmm. And this way actually works better Mm -hmm. because this way I'm not adding all these dumb little, not dumb little, but all these like, uh, oh, I want to do this or, oh, I want to get a new ad. I want to rebrand the podcast. That that would make our podcast so much better. Or I want to do this, or I want to do that. I want to do this. If we did this, it would be so great. Trust me, you could fill a list pages right now. If you really thought about it long and hard, you could fill pages of ways that things could be better in your business. Yeah. But you know what? That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to do all of them. So I like to I like to focus on the intentional, the ones that are gonna have the biggest impact. Those are the ones that I do. And otherwise, that's it. Because you know what? We can't be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. If we, the only way to be perfect is if we had more hours in the day, or we had less kids, or we had less jobs, right? But at the end of the day, we do have a lot of those things. We have obligations and responsibilities, and we can't build a perfect business. So make sure that the, the, the decisions that you're making are going to have the most impact 
and then go put the shields back up and go back to management. Mm -hmm. Run your business, right? And there's ways to free up time in order to, 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 to enable you to be able to have more strikes, hard, fast strikes. And that's hiring out the stuff that's going on behind the shields, right? If you can hire out your property management, if you can hire out your bookkeeping, if you can hire out all those other things, that means that it's going to enable you more time and energy and bandwidth to be able to do more, you know, campaigns, mm -hmm. right? I'm not going to talk about the campaign strategy today because that's a whole hour in itself. If you search in iTunes, I mean, you can find a couple of podcasts where I've talked about the campaign strategy. Um, I, I treat it like a military campaign where like, here is the outcome that we need to achieve and here are all the things that need to happen in between, right? And that is all that I focus on. Some days I'll tell Gabby, I'm in the middle of a campaign and I did, I'm here downstairs in my office, but just pretend I'm, I'm out of town for the next two weeks. I'm not here. If you see me coming upstairs to grab water, coffee, or go to the washroom, just pretend I'm not here. I'll say hello. I'll give you a hug, but that's it. Do not distract me. My mind is, fo is completely focused on this thing right here because mm -hmm. that's the only way that I can get that thing done. Because if I don't and I drag it out over seven days instead of three days, it's like, oh, yeah, I better go and deal with that tenant real quickly. And then I'm not 100% focused on that task. Yeah. And I never complete it. Mm -hmm. And then it just becomes another thing on a to-do list where, like, you know, I have a long list of to-do things where, like, yeah, I got to get a graphic done for that podcast. Or, yeah, I got to call this person over here and try and figure out how to organize this and sponsorships and all that. Like, it's just you never actually finish it. And if you don't finish it, then there's kinks in the armor, right? Mm -hmm. Someone's not holding up their shield. Get what I'm trying to say? Yep. I love this approach better. It, you know what? And for me, it worked. So, you know, you can either go with that, you know, 300 approach, the Spartan approach, <laughs> or go with the to-do list, whatever is best for you. But those are the two ways that I think that are best for, for organizing things. I'm talking really fast because I got seven minutes and I wanted to, to bring up a couple of things. One other thing that we did, uh, we didn't go with a cloud, uh, iCloud <clears throat> uh, for organizing our folders because it costs too much. We are cheap. So we went with OneDrive until we, we ran out of space. We ran out of space and now <laughs> we're paying for OneDrive, which I think is very minimal. Um, the amount of folders that we have and files and everything else, it's yeah. But we use OneDrive, um, Google OneDrive. It's Google, right? Yes. I don't, I don't know. Who owns, who owns OneDrive? Microsoft. Microsoft. Yep. Okay. Microsoft. Um, we use OneDrive and that's just a cloud, uh, filing system. We have folders for everything. We have folders for properties. We have folders for corporations. We have folders for partners. We have folders for, why don't I open it up and see? <laughs> it's literally right here. It's on our computer. It's, it's easily accessible on our, on our windows computer. It's easily accessible through the app on our phone. So we can access anything at any time. I've got, you know, a folder. Can we for talk about folders for cabinetry. I've got a folder for coaching. I've got a folder for corporations. I've got a folder for um, rent to own. I got a folder for REI Masters um, tenants folder, which you know we have a list of all of our tenants accessible. Uh, personal folders, podcast folder, and we just got to open those up. And any files, anything that we need is accessible on our phone at any time. Yeah. So with that, that because this is leading to another really good point, is that your how you file like your filing system is super important for, um, for your organization of your business. Because if you can't, if you just like are tossing things and not naming them properly and you don't really know where they are and you need to search for documents when you need them, that is going to be a huge time suck and a frustration. So I'm like, I'm, I'm really strict 
on our folders and it drives Wayne crazy. He like, he'll try to help me by like trying to upload a receipt. And I'm like, you didn't name it properly because like literally under each folder, like invoices need to be titled like year, month, day, dash what it's for or property address dash like what it like literally I have a system on how everything is is named within the files not to mention like Wayne just went through all of the different file folders like I know where to find everything like you like within my file system I can find something within seconds Wayne will ask me like where's something and I'll be like um properties flip properties Otwell invoices. Like I'll send him like the series of folders that he needs to go through to get there. And I just know it in my mind. I don't even need to open the damn folders because I'm that organized within them. So. And the better that you organize that, the easier it is for me to find as well. Right. Yeah. If you're working with somebody where multiple people are accessing. Where's this file? I need to send this file to someone because I'm on the road and I need to be able to send them something really quickly. Lawyer says they need to find something or I go to a bank and I need to prove my identity. You know, where's your last three months of utilities? I'm like, oh, for for crying out loud, where do I find these things? But if if it's easy enough and and you organize it very well, then I can just find it myself. I can show them on my phone really quickly or say, hey, you know, can I email these to you? Everything is accessible through the phone, which is fantastic. You don't need a tablet. I mean, your phone is like ridiculously um, helpful and resourceful. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just stress once again, like if things like invoices and stuff, um, filing them by date is super important because it it's going to make finding things so much easier. Yeah. If it's by date and that's how they're sorted, then it's so easy to go back. And if you know, like kind of when something was done, you can find it that way. Mm-hmm. But like even for like my taxes folder, like all of our... Um, like mortgage statements are like, or um, property tax, you know, when the statements come in May, it's like the year and the month and then the property address. And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, everything is, is kind of by date within those folders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few notes in the comments here. Uh, I just saw something. Um. I lost it. Whatever. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, someone corrected me. It's it's not kinks in the armor. It's chinks in the armor. Yeah. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I'm not saying you're a nerd. Well, I'm you saying, literally just did. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. It's, yeah. Sorry. And a couple other people missed uh, utility setups as well. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Uh, Wilson asked, what about your email host? I don't know what that was in relation to. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I don't know Uh, exactly what we were talking. Hotmail. Hotmail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I had, uh, I had, uh, Hotmail was bought by Microsoft. (laughs) As you can tell, I'm a huge fan of Microsoft. (laughs) Um, and then I, I, I refused to change away from Microsoft. I'm like, no, I'm staying with me.com. I think that's what they changed to you now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but G- Gabby was using Gmail and she's like, oh, look at this app and look how easy it is to use. And you're using this. And, and it connects with everything. And it connects <laughs> with everything. So I ended up switching to Gmail. Yeah. Gabby's a big uh, Google fan. I am a big Google fan. And also like, yeah, so I, I also really like, I can't remember what it's called. Google 
Office or Google. I don't know. But Google Calendar. Yeah. Google Maps is way better than. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. Um, and and yeah. So when like like um, info at reimorningshow.com, like that's a Google. Like we are hosting it through a Google. Okay. Yeah. So I just like that everything's connected, and I don't know. We're and I see Kathleen says she likes Google Drive for the uh, Google Drive for the win, but like I never really like Google Drive. I don't either. I always have issues with accessing stuff in Google Drive. I don't know if it's just me. I never learned it properly, but I just always seem to have issues with it. And you run out of space very freaking quickly. Yes. Very quickly. You throw three videos. Someone shares three videos with you, and suddenly the you need to pay for the space. I think that's why we were so pro OneDrive. Yeah. Uh, Because there was a lot more free space uh, in the beginning. But yeah. Yeah. Jeremy says here, um, Google has great integration and features. And yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. Thank you. Um, How it integrates with everything and all the different. um, Yeah. Like you said, features that it has. It's like you can literally just. Yeah. I like through my email, like click on the little thing you can do. Like we use Google Forms. We use like all that stuff, all of their little features and how it Mm -hmm. all works together is. Yeah. Um, lastly, the last note that I had here was, um, just a a spreadsheet for properties. So for your, um, I think it's really important that we, we, I got you to implement this or to develop this really early on, which is to create a spreadsheet with all of our properties. And then it had like mortgage amounts. It had property tax amounts. It had utility amounts. It had, uh, current rents coming in. It has... Well, I think more importantly than those specific things, because those are hard because you need to constantly update them. Yeah. As they change, you need to make sure you're going well, into your spreadsheet. Well, every quarterly inspection, changing. just go back in there and change things that need to be changed. Yeah. As long as you're keeping up on eh, it. It's, it's another to-do, right? Yeah, exactly. That gets missed. I Manage can't remember it. the last time I updated that sheet. Yeah. But what was most important for me was, um, was inputting like the date that we bought it, the amount that we bought it for. Did we have a joint venture partner on it? How much money did they put in? How much money did we put in, if any? What's the split of the ownership? Yeah. Uh, who is the mortgage through? Is it MCAP or Scotiabank? Or like, yeah. what's the mortgage provider? What interest rate did we get? Yes. What is the term? When is the renewal? Uh, those types of things were, were really where that spreadsheet was important to me. And to me. Because we would be like, okay, when can we refinance? What did we buy it for again? How much money do we have in it? Um, you know, like those types of things, instead of like having to, you know, pull out the the big paper file from the lawyer, you know, yeah. or trying to go back in emails and like, you know, those types of things. It was just all that information was Quick, right there. Easy and Quick, easy. Yeah. And I like that. Um, yeah. So for me, yeah. Like you said. Yeah. So for me, it was less about like, how much is it cash flowing? Because property taxes are this much and utilities are this much. Like that, I could figure out easily by going into a bank account. Right. Um, but it's not but, as easy to go back and look at, you know, all of that other stuff. It helped us make quick decisions. Where, like, you know, yeah. let's say for example, we had um, a listing for a rental on, the, on one particular property. And it, like it wasn't really working out and we weren't getting enough bites. And, and Gabby says, I want to drop the rent by 95 bucks. And I'm like, well, how much we cash on that property? She would have to pull out the property taxes and, the, and the, the insurance and everything else for that particular property. It was so much easier for me to just pull up, you know, the app on my phone while I'm out, look, see really quickly how much are we cash flowing? Is it worth dropping it by $95? Yeah. 
and then I can just make a quick and um, educate, educated um, answer or decision really on the spot rather than having to pull everything else. So um, I think that's the one thing that I, I really liked having on hand to be able to make, to answer questions really quickly for our rental business, mm -hmm. though it hasn't been updated as much because we have so many other things going on right now. Um, we've also kind of hired out a lot of that business, yeah. the rental side of the business. So it's like, it's not something that I really make decisions on anymore anyways. But getting started, you know, early on, I'd highly recommend having a spreadsheet like that just to make quick, easy decisions. Yeah. Otherwise, what happens is you're like, I think I want to lower the rent. Okay, I'll talk to him later on tonight about it. And then something else comes up, something else comes up, it becomes a to do. And then you're like, I don't know. And I just drop, you drop it $95 just because like, fuck it, I don't have time to think about this. And then you don't make a conscious, educated decision. Mm -hmm. So the more the more resourceful you are, the more access to, to resources and information you have at, at, at a moment's notice, it's, it makes decision making easier, mm -hmm. which is what you're trying to do. You want to have good systems that you can make decisions quickly, mm -hmm. right? That's why I wanted to pull all the serial numbers off the appliances. Wow, wouldn't it be so much faster if we had all that information? We didn't have to wait three days for a fucking tenant to send us the serial number. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is we're waiting for them to send us the serial number. That means I need to write it down on a to-do list to follow up with them in three days. See what I mean? You just get fucking Bogged, flooded, yeah. flooded with to-dos and then you never get anything done. Yeah. But that, you know, that is, that is being a business owner. Uh, unless you hire people to deal with this kind of stuff and to delegate, it's, it's always, you're always going to be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you're thinking about, and I remember um, Jeremy originally when he asked this question, he said, podcast, rentals, flips, something else, something mm -hmm. else. Um, just make sure you're not starting too many things at the same time. Just focus on one thing at a time. And that might be this fix and flip. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to build my systems. I'm going to get this done. And then I will focus on that. But if you're starting a podcast and you're starting, you're trying to keep up on social media, you're also trying to keep up with, you know, networking with other people. Networking with other people should be a campaign. Mm -hmm. You know what I did? I did six months and I spent the six months meeting every single real estate investor in the Alberta area. I had coffee with everyone. Now I know everyone. That was my campaign. The outcome that I wanted was I wanted to build a network of people that I had a good relationship with, not just a handshake at a networking event. I met with everyone. I know everyone now. What was the, what was the purpose of that? The intent was to build a good resourceful network. So mm -hmm. whenever I needed something or whenever I, you know, was looking for uh, something specific, I'd be able to look into my spreadsheet of people and be able to find who was doing what and who had what and everything else. Right. Just yeah, try to who research. you could talk to. Yeah. Right. But that was a campaign. Yeah. That wasn't something that just kind of did. No, oh, maybe I'll go meet this person. Oh, no, no. Like you just could focus on one thing at a time, get it done, complete the task, complete the outcome. Mm -hmm. So that way you're growing. But if you do too many things at once, you're never really going to accomplish, you know, what you, what you set out to do. Yeah. So, um, I think Oof. that oh, I went way overboard today with like decision-making and everything else, but I wanted to give some good context as to why we got away from certain things and why we went in certain directions. And I think as you are progressing through your journey and building your business and buying more properties, you may or may not go around the same path that we did, but just know that you're going to need to develop over time and make, eventually you're going to have the realization to make first things first, right? And focus on just one thing at a time. But early on in the game, you know, it might be worth having a spreadsheet for properties. We don't use it anymore. It might be worth having a to-do list, you know, to make sure that you're organizing things because otherwise it's just on pieces of paper and notebooks and in your phone and all the other things. Um, 
but over time you're going to develop ultimately we said at the very beginning if you had a very good system in place like a buildium or something along those lines where you paid for something or you hired someone in the gate out of the gate where you know it was organized and you maintain that i think that would be best but if you want to be cheap like us early on and you just want to do it yourself just just know that i think we named all the the vulnerabilities of mm-hmm. of 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 trying to build it for yourself and yeah. then the vulnerabilities that it, um, that present themselves when, as you grow and as you scale. Yeah. And I know we're way over time, but, um, just one last thought that we didn't really talk about at all Oh boy! is that as your business becomes, you know, more than you can handle and, and things are being missed or dropped, um, consider other areas of your life where you can relieve the, the pressures. So yeah. don't be scared to hire a cleaner or hire someone to mow the lawn or, um, you know, like those types of things, like management things that, tasks. yeah, some of your, your, your life management tasks, forget about the business. You yeah. also have management tasks in life. Hire somebody to fold your laundry. You know, we're like, working on that right now. I'm trying to find someone to come and fold my laundry. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, uh, you know, like I know that these things cost money, but if, but building your business will create more money. And if you can focus on building your business and you can hire out little things that maybe cost, you know, uh, 25 bucks a week or something. So add a hundred dollars to your monthly budget where, um, something is taken off your list. It's a small price to pay to be able to focus on building your business. That's going to be generating more income for you mm-hmm. where then that hundred dollars doesn't matter. And you're actually able to hire out oh, more stuff because right. you have more income coming in. Right. right. So it's, it's wherever you focus your energy, that's going to grow and don't be scared to hire out things, um, that aren't helping you grow. Some good comments in here. Uh, Jeremy says people still mow the lawn. We have robots to do that. Well, Jeremy, I was I was literally just I was also going to say or buy a robot lawnmower because I know that that's something that you've done. I did not yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, Josh had one question. I think it's important to answer, and then we'll we'll finish off the show. He said, "What if you're using a calendar and you start your day 15 minutes behind? It would be so stressful uh, going through the day feeling like you're behind." I just don't think that's possible. I, I mean, don't, well, I don't most think of the things that we do, we set in, you know, a time to do it is because it's not necessarily like, you know, sit down and, um, uh, write out a list of how you're feeling today. You know what I mean? Like, well, I was going to say that. Ca- yeah. The calendar is for like, I have a phone call at 10 AM. Yeah. I have an appointment at 2 PM. The stuff in between doesn't need a strict timeline. It's something that needs to get done that day. I don't believe in time blocking. And you know what? Everybody can tell me I'm wrong. I do not believe in time blocking. It works for certain people. Not it me. doesn't work for everybody. It worked for me for a time in my life, but it's not. it wasn't sustainable for me. No. Um, it took me more time to time block than doing the tasks. <laughs> and then another, it's another thing another to maintain. Task. Yeah. It's, another main, it's another thing to maintain. Yeah. So. But yeah, like that, I think that's important to be said, though, is that like the stuff that needs to get done in a day doesn't need to have a specific time to do it. Though The times are for appointments or for, uh, you know, things that are happening at a specific time. Yeah. The rest is all filler and doesn't necessarily need to be in the calendar. It can be on a to-do list or yeah. on a, like whatever your daily tasks my, are. My to-do lists are pretty, I mean, you've got a, like a whiteboard. I just got a notepad. I've got a couple notepads in front of me. And in a lot of cases, like there's like a coaching notepad. I just keep for notes for coaching. Um, I have, uh, a notepad for each of my businesses. And then I just have like a, 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 
a normal, you know, just filling notepad and I'll write down just notes for things for the podcast today. I'll write down just the, the two or three things that I'm going to work on today. Um, and that's just about it. And then I just make sure I finish those things. I don't overwhelm myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we make sure that we have a good, healthy balance in our business that we don't have too many things to take care of. Um, if at any point Gabby comes down and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Like the business is taking over and I, I'm not getting things done. Then I'm both of us make, make a conscious decision to hire it out. Like go hire out this, hire out this, hire out this. I'll focus on this tomorrow. We'll get you back on pace. So that way you're only doing two or three things every day. I'm doing two or three things every day. That's it. That's all I want my day to look like. I'm going to, I'm going to look in the calendar today. I'm going to see that I got a call at one o'clock. I've got a coaching call at four o'clock. Okay, cool. That's the stuff that I have going on in between that. I'm going to fill two or three things in between. And if I can get those two or three things done, Gabby can get her two or three things done around her calendar. Then we're good. You know, we're, we're the, ma- the management of the business is being maintained. And from time to time, depending on how busy of a week I have, I, if I see that it's a very empty week, then I will make the decision whether to do a campaign or not. And that might be, you know, building this or building that, whichever else. But the most important thing is to make sure that your business is not overwhelming you and that you hire out as much as possible to give you the freedom to make the decision of like what I want to focus on today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Otherwise you're drown. Okay. Wrap it up. Oh, come on. This is so good. It is. It's really good. This is probably one of the most valuable podcasts we've had in a very long time. So thank you so much, Jeremy, for calling in on that question. I apologize. Um, Jared will have to call in tomorrow. Uh, I knew this one was going to be a big one. And I, I told you like an hour ago, I could have given you a quick, easy, well, you got to put systems in place and systems are the most important thing in a business and make sure that you know, you're hire- you're getting good software and you're hiring good people and, uh, and uh, make sure you time block. That is literally the bullshit answers that I, I see on social, the bullshit answers I see on other podcasts. I didn't want our podcast to be like that. If someone asks a question, I want to give them a good, solid answer. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that we did that today. And I, I can only assume that we'll provide the same level of value tomorrow. Have a Thursday. great Wednesday, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.